All right, welcome back to another episode of Between the Lines. I'm Wolfie. I'm here with Bones, former professional soccer player, avid soccer follower. That's right. Uh, talking all things EPL, U.S. national team, a little bit. We don't dive in too deep with that. Not um, too. We dive into the shallow end. For the hardcore, we, how, used, we used to be a La Liga podcast. You were that kid, weren't you? Diving into the shallow end? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Well, there's a little Stevie. <laughs> Three foot, no diving. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Bones, uh, we thought it was going to be a massive weekend in the EPL. We did. We predicted that. Turned out to be a dud. It was pretty bad. Yeah, so really, out of all the top teams uh, in action this past weekend, including the Manchester Derby, um, only one team really came through with a victory and that's Leicester city. And that's yeah. the team that we both said really doesn't have a chance. It's, it's one of the, like one of two teams that's yeah. currently in the top six that we said doesn't really have a chance the of winning. F- all the of five best teams in the league drop points. Yes. Um, so bones instead of, I know last week we just kind of ran through, uh, the table. Mm. Why don't we start off this week bones and kind of go with biggest winners, losers, and then our biggest surprise from the weekend as well. So we'll start off, Bones, with your biggest winner let's, from this past weekend. Yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, let's dive in. My biggest winner, winner is Everton. Um, everyone had kind of forgotten about them, including myself, because that psychopath Richarlison got suspended for three games. And they had some injuries, and after their hot start, they lost a bunch in a row. But they had a huge win on Saturday over Chelsea in a game. I think everyone kind of predicted that Chelsea would roll, but they did not. And, the, uh, you know... Yeah, and that was with uh, without James Rodriguez yeah. as well. Um, so your boy, uh, who scored for them? I can't remember. It was Sigerson, right? Yeah, guilty. That's huge for them because he's been awful. I don't know what happened to him. He had, oh, he's one of those guys. He had the big Euro, and then they signed him, and he's been a real dud. I, yeah, I mean, dud. I, I don't know. He's been okay. They paid a lot for him. They paid a decent yeah, amount. Yeah, he's for from him. Iceland. I mean, Everton's paid a lot of money for players over the last couple they transfer have. windows. Um, I like that Bones. Everton, a team that desperately needed, got off to, they're probably the hottest team to start. I won't say that, but they were they, one. They of the, were, like, they were the first. Three. Yeah. They were the first. Yeah, one of the hottest teams to start out the season. In their last uh, four matches, though, they had lost one, won one, or sorry, lost two, won one, and tied one. Yeah. So Everton desperately needed to get off the, uh, the skid, um, and especially without their best player, James Rodriguez, yeah. uh, pulling the strings. The guy who's created, I think he has created the most chances in the EPL this season. Um, so they get a 1-0 uh, victory for, for Everton. Yeah, and your boy Calvert-Lewin didn't score, but he's been great. Shocking. I hate Cal. I know you do. I still that's don't think I, he's good. That's why I brought it up. Like, I, I, mean, I mean, he scores goals. What can you say? Yeah, I, I mean. <laughs> so, all right, so he's at like yeah. nine right now. Are you? Would you go over under 20? We're only about a quarter of the way through the season. Yeah, we're twelve games in. So we're about a third of the way. A third of the way through the season. You have to say he's going to get twenty. Uh-huh. Well, I mean that's pretty impressive, Stevie. And I'll still say he's not very good. <laughs> okay. like, I, mean, I just don't. What, think, what would make him good? I don't know. I like. I don't. Why don't you he, like him? Did he do something to you? No, I just. I just don't think there's a whole lot. Well, obviously, I'm an idiot. He's good. Like okay. he scores goals. Okay. So. He's just not my – he's not a complete player is my only, like, gripe about him. Like, he is very much – he could finish in the box, but 
I mean, people would say the same thing about like Van Nistelrooy back in the day. He's just like a one-touch finisher. That's all he does. Uh, a lot of players, Trezeguet from way back in the day. Yeah, well, I mean, um, now that we know you're an idiot, why don't you break down your biggest yeah. winner? So <laughs> I mean, you're listening to a moron. <laughs> but yes, Everton, big win for them. Uh, much needed points, getting off the sky. So for me, though, Bones, my biggest winner from this weekend. And again, it's a weekend where a lot of the teams um, did not help themselves. But so at the top of the table, at least. So I go to the bottom of the table mm. and I look at Fulham. Yeah. Fulham with a matchup. Fulham is sitting in 18th place. So they're in uh, the relegation zone right now. They're on eight points. Uh, West Brom on in 19th place at six points. Sheffield United with the worst start in Premier League history sitting on one point. Yeah, and uh, Fulham deserved that tie. They looked great. Maybe it was the fans. I don't know. It's great to see the fans back yelling at Salah. That is great. Um, even if it's only 2,000. But those small <laughs> stadiums were loud. Like Crystal Palace was loud. Yeah, Fulham Fulham's was... only like 20,000 seats anyway, yeah. so 2,000 seems like something. Um, Doesn't seem like nothing. <laughs> it does not. Uh, so, yeah, Fulham uh, getting, getting a much-deserved one point against uh, league leaders. Liverpool yeah. was massive. And not just the fact that they got a point, but the way they played, they seem to be, I mean, they got a draw. They lost their two previous matches, and they had a win before that. But so, four, four points in four matches. If they can get a point a match, they'll, they'll go. Oh, that's up. huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's massive. I mean. Um, and, and they've, uh, if you remember, the sports books have already paid out on them getting, they looked so bad at the beginning yeah. of the season. And now, I mean, they look, yeah. they definitely look better than Sheffield. I, I think they're going to stay up. To be honest, I think the the new guys that they have have been pretty good for them. The new manager has been pretty good. So I think Fulham's going to stay up. Uh, the American, Anthony Robinson. Great match. Man of the match. Yeah, getting rave reviews for his performance against Liverpool. Uh, he was uh, he was all over Salah. Stuck Salah in his pocket. He did, he did. Yeah, so. He's a small man, but still impressive. Who, Salah? Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, Robinson's pretty big. I uh, know. He, he was like talking shit too, which I love. Yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, so full massive one point and you know, when Fulham like, you know, every team is kind of, especially teams that like think that they're going to be fighting against relegation. Yeah. They always pencil in kind of the games and predictions like, all right, right, this is where we need to get points. We're going to drop points here. This is like one of those bonus matches for Fulham, you know, Fulham going into this match was thinking, all right, we're not getting anything out of this. Let's just, uh, limit damage as much as possible. Hopefully goal differential is not too bad. Uh, and to get a point out of that is a massive uh, bonus for Fulham. So Fulham, uh, like you said, Bones, four points out of four matches for them. That's huge uh, for their chances to stay up. They've and really they turned beat, things around. And they beat Leicester, so they're getting all kinds of bonus points, as you said. Yeah, so this is why I think they're going to stay up. I, I mean, they're putting together, like, not only are they getting points from places they probably shouldn't, or at least we thought they shouldn't, um, but their performances are good too. Like they yeah. deserve it. They're uh, strange. Their defense looked abhorrent the first couple of games, and now it looks solid on the back. Tim Reams hasn't been terrible. I'm not saying yeah. he's great, but he's yeah. been better. And then Robinson. Yeah, and you got some explosive guys up front. Oh, they were fun to watch. Yeah, and Robinson was a guy that didn't start the first like four or five yeah. matches for Fulham too. It looks like he's kind of penciled in as the everyday starter. He for loves them. adversity. He came from he came from nothing. You have no idea. He's from Camden. Tough upbringing. Camden, New uh, Jersey? South Dakota. 
What? <laughs> it's a, a similar environment. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. No, I don't know anything about his childhood, but he seems like a good guy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, Bones. Those are our biggest winners from the weekend. Let's go right into your biggest loser um, out of the weekend. Yes. One of my favorite programs on CBS also. Um, I'm going to go with Liverpool because – on your, your favorite program? The biggest your loser. biggest loser fan? I mean, the heart those people show. Oh. Just to show, all at the end, the whole family's crying. Unbelievable. <laughs> I just love it. It's the most disgusting thing. I've and I, I research those people all the time to see how they're still doing years later. Oh, do you? Yeah, and they're doing great. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they're doing really well. All right? You have no heart. Um, so I'm going to go with Liverpool because, not only because of the tie, which they did not look good against Fulham, um, because they lost Joe to Wednesday. Which, I, I mean, for me to question Klopp is laughable, but I'm going to do it anyways. I don't know why they played their starters. They had already clinched the group. It's a very busy schedule, about to get even busier with the midweek games starting and Boxing Day and all that. I have no idea why he played, but he's out for like two months, they're saying. Yeah, he's out for a long time. And he was on fire. He was on fire. Again, you and I, we spent pretty much all of last show talking about like what would happen if the top teams and we picked like one or two players got yeah. injured from those teams, how that be affected Liverpool. We're saying if Firmino or one of those, uh, their front three Mane or Salah were injured. But what Jota would might be more important than Firmino at this point. Yeah. Jota, uh, Bobby having trouble scoring goals. Um, so yeah, that, that's a huge loss for them. Uh, so biggest loser, not just because of the points that they dropped, but because of the injuries, yeah, you think? But he's definitely one of their top players, and I, I don't know, man. They, they look – I think they're going to – I picked them to win the league last week, and I'm going to stick with it, but they just don't look the same. Their counterattack's not as smooth. Their defense, obviously, is showing holes. Without Virgil van Dijk, yeah, he's and, injured. For, he's out for the whole year. There's no, no chance of him coming back. Um, Fulham should have had two or three. There's a PK they didn't call, and then they also had a couple other close yeah. ones. Up to that match, though, Fabinho had – had like a great record yeah, he with Liverpool at center back. It yeah. was like something like six games or, or up like one goal. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy when they've played, when he's been playing center back. So uh, he's been able to step in uh, and do pretty well in a position that's not his natural spot. But yeah, I agree bones. So they still have to be the favorite you would think. Yeah. I mean, and the good thing for them is every top team is going to have one of those games. You hope this for if you're a Liverpool fan or, or Liverpool player or manager, you hope that this is like the one. You hate that it happened so early for them. Uh, but I guess the good news is it happened so early, you still have time to to bounce back. Um, so for Liverpool, it's all about injuries for them. It's getting guys healthy. Tiago needs to get healthy for them. Uh, they need to get like Gomez uh, at center back. Is Shakiri hurt again? Uh, I believe he's just lifting bones. Yeah, he's just you know, um, or, or trying to grow. Yes. But no, he. I mean, he's good off the bench. I'm not saying he's like yeah. the key to their season, but he's he hasn't even played and he's hurt. How is that even possible? Yeah, I mean, and there's guys. They do have other guys who aren't playing that we, we like um, Nabi Kita. Yeah, is there? He could play more. He's not. I, I know um, the Japanese player. Uh, he, he came in at like Minamito, half. He looked like, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of Asia stood up for him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, they were going um, nuts in Bangkok. Yes. You think did South Korea put a like a caption in in, 
in-game picture, like picture-in-picture. Picture probably. For Minamito. Yeah, probably. Uh, I heard him and Son are tight. Yeah, it's all the Asians. Uh, the whole continent was going crazy. That's right. Dude, uh, India loves him. Huge following in Pakistan. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, so uh, they have, like, at least depth in midfield. Um Used to have depth in uh, at the forward position with Jota because he could really play across the front line and all three of those spots. Uh, doesn't look like it anymore. Um, and then the back line is obviously really thin right now. But Alexander Arnold is back. Um, some of those young guys have played okay. Yeah, they're, they're Nelson. They're hit or miss, James. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they Jones. got a really tough draw in Champions League. So it's a it's a crucial stretch. Yeah, it's going to be for tough. The Reds. For them. Yeah, but honestly, I mean. I mean if any manager could could work their way through this, it's probably Klopp. Like, yeah. is, is there a question? I mean, who he, the best he, manager in the world is right now? No, I mean, no, I don't even know. Who, number two, I think you would have to say is that, I mean, I know he doesn't have much experience, but that's psycho for Bayern Munich. I mean, I, I can't think of anyone else close. Simeone. He's one. Yeah, Simeone, I Simeone, guess. Oh, Simeone cashing in his $40 million a year. Yeah, I mean, I don't, you can't say Pep the way they're playing. Although we could look like an idiot in a month if they put it together. Which, by the way, does Simeone have the best gig in world soccer? Yes, you live in Madrid. Um, it's like it's not a disappointment if you don't win the league. Yeah, you're not expected to win the yeah. league. And he has no one talks about. They have tons of money. They spend tons of money, and it, it like people act like they're this huge underdog. They're not really. I don't yeah, have the money I mean, at Madrid. I, I, yeah, that's that's like they they spend a lot of money, but they they're not Madrid. They they probably have they may have better finance. The way Barcelona's finances sound like right yeah. now, they maybe have better finances I mean, and uh, and be more sustainable long term. I mean, Barcelona. how many teams in the world have the resources to spend 120 million on a player? It's not more than like five, right? Six. If you can attract like a Jao Felix, yeah. I mean, they yeah. paid 120 million for him. He yeah. is my god. He's my favorite player. In yeah, the world. I like yeah, Jao's. I, I love when Jao said. Like girls are just hopping in his yeah. DMs all the time now. Like it's like they send me naked pictures. Like people are supposed to be shocked. Yeah. Oh, professional athlete yeah. getting, who makes so much money. I want to hear Roy Keane comment about that. Roy Keane's always like harping on like the new player, like the, yeah. the new player these days. I, I wonder. I want to get his reaction to Jal Felix talking about like all the girls yeah, bragging about the simps. Yeah. <laughs> um, Shout out to Jack Harlow. <laughs> Who, by the way, big Chelsea fan. We just realized. Yeah, that's the only reason I said it. I mean, he, I used to like him, and now everyone loves him, and now I'm sick of him. Yeah, of course. What a contrarian you are. <laughs> I am. Uh, let me, so Jack Harlow, you know, just released his new album. <laughs> now we're uh, going music. Uh, Jack Harlow versus Kid Cudi. Yeah, but he shouts out Willie Caballero. The backup Chelsea goalie. Has he said yeah. something about bald people? Or about UFC fighters? or No. <laughs> or, uh, here. I'm Are looking you looking at, up the? Le- I mean, yeah. what? That's so weird. A backup goalie. Yeah, I mean, will you? Uh, the only other song that I can. He goes. Oh, all right. So in his um, face of my city, Jack Harlow writes. Face of my. She a rich girl. Shh. Dunn had Camaros. Cheaper to keep her. Willie Caballero. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's keeper. That's a great yeah, line. It's unbelievable. I mean, that might be the most. That's the second most random sports reference I've ever heard. That you know that song yeah. Bouncing. They shout out Josh Selby. Yeah, who's like the twelfth best player on the Grizzlies. <laughs> Marcus Saul Selby. No, I was like Selby. It's like a D League two way player. Yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> like what? Jack Harlow, Willie Caballero. 
Cheaper Mas- to keep her, Willie Cavallero. <laughs> she <laughs> had a Camaro. Cheaper to keep her, Willie Cavallero. <laughs> he must be a really big FA Cup guy. Yeah. That's the only time you would Jack Harlow just loves the FA Caribou Cup. For those three games that yeah. Keppa was benched towards the end of last year, yeah. Caribou Cup, FA Cup, Cavallero is his man. He loves Cavallero and Hudson and Doyle. Like He doesn't <laughs> know the EPL exists. Yeah. He thinks it's all his tournaments. Yeah, if we see a, like a CHO uh, – Call out, shout out soon from Jack Harlow. <laughs> We're going to Cleveland. I hope he starts rapping about Mason Mount. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so Liverpool was your big loser. Uh, bringing it all the way back. So, Bones, yes. for me, I have, I have two big losers. Actually, I may track back to like a big winner too. Okay, Steve. Yeah, yeah. This is your show. Yeah. yeah. Don't, yeah. <laughs> don't let me step on your toes. <laughs> so, my biggest losers, and it's two of them, we talked about earlier. It's the two that played in the Manchester Derby. Oh, yeah. So, right. Man United, Man City. Not only did they give us a fucking shitty game to watch, like at no point during the game, I mean, Man City probably had two good chances. The Mares one. That's the only one I remember. The Mares one. There was one like Sterling I remember took just like a shit touch where he could have kind of been in, but um yeah, he blew and, it. Man, you I don't remember almost scoring at all. Yeah. Uh, but Matamane, he made, he looked incredible. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> um <laughs> Skeletor. Uh yeah, so the reason being is we talked about it the top six teams, so Tottenham, Liverpool, Leicester City is the only one that had a good performance this past weekend. Um, Southampton, Chelsea, West Ham, Everton, sorry, had a good in there in seventh. But anyways, Man United, Man City, it was a golden opportunity for them to climb back in. So every team ahead of them, the top seven teams, so Manchester United is sitting right now in, eight, in eighth position on 20 points. Man City is sitting in ninth on 19 points. Those two clubs have played 11 matches. Every team above them has played one extra match on 12. So if either of them had picked up all three points, then played their 12th match, uh, Man City could be tied with Tottenham and Liverpool at one in the table. Manchester United could be sitting ahead of all those teams. Yeah, that would, I mean, that would have been massive for Man U after their – Champions League embarrassment. Yeah. So that, and that's to me, I think the funny thing is, even after that game, and again, it's not like Man City dominated Manchester United. It's not like Man City should come out based on that performance alone, feeling so much better about that match. But for some reason, I worry a lot more. I don't worry about Man United. But if I was a Man United fan, I feel like I would be a little, I'd be a lot more worried about my team than if. I was a Man City fan. Yeah. Like things just seem shakier. They seem rockier. We talked about Champions League, uh, kind of that embarrassment. Um, and then Man City, who can't seem to score. I mean, it, it can't just be Jesus, right? I mean, he's looked bad, but they're not getting chance. He's not getting like a ton of chances. I mean, I, I think it's no, I, it could be. Stir, we talked about, well, Mares missed a big one. Mares hasn't been good this year. Yeah. Silva's uh, kind of disappeared. Uh, Bernardo Silva, yeah. yeah. He's not even really getting chances. He's not, not playing a whole lot. He's not hurt, right? He's just no, not, he's, no, he's fine. And I don't know what's going on with Foden. He can't get in. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, whatever they're doing is not working. They look like even though they used to like pin teams back and dominate teams, like they were never really boring. Like now it's just it's not fun to watch. No, now yeah, now it's it's Kevin De Bruyne seems to be the only one that like can create a chance and Jesus and uh and Sterling are on the other end of those passes, but they're not showing up either. So, you know, we look at uh goals for Manchester City has seventeen. It's awful. Out of the teams ahead of them, Tottenham, 24 goals for. Liverpool, 27. Leicester City, 24. Southampton, 24. Chelsea, 25. West Ham, 20. Everton, 21. Man United, 19. Shocking. So, again, one one less game played than most of those other teams other than Manchester United. But still, they're not scoring goals. Yeah, the um, goals against Burnley shouldn't even count. They, they, win, right. they win five nothing. Right, and they scored year. five. So they, they poured it on Burnley too. Yeah. And to pat that goals for stat, and they still can't. Yeah, honestly, I, I don't have an explanation for what's happening. I know this David Silva has gone uh, off to La Liga, and he's done yeah. really well there. Sociedad looks great for real. Sociedad, and he's creating a ton of chances. He's one of the man, top chance creators. Yeah, in Europa. Yes, man, <laughs> United's opponent in Europa League. Um, Sunderland legend, Yana's eye is going to put the dagger in him. He's been all right. Yeah, I mean, since I think Spain's more, uh, especially like. Uh, yeah, he didn't like getting hit. Yeah, not not like a top, like, he's not a top four level La Liga player, but he's probably, like, Sociedad's a good level, and he comes off the bench a lot of times yeah. for him, so he's not. I like them. They're fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. They're not like Real Betis, but. Now, who is? There's no, yeah, there's, only, there's only one Betis. That's true. Um, yeah, so my biggest loser, Manchester United, Manchester City, both of them had chance to, to really make a statement, climb back up, especially Man United. They just feel like they needed that victory more to give them some confidence. Every time they don't get a win, it seems like the Ole rumors swirl around. There's some <laughs> shit that comes out about Pogba not wanting to be there. I can't get over the smirk he does. It's It's like... It looks like he's like a kid that gets caught like eating something he shouldn't. Like Like, whenever the other team scores, they show him and he's like, like, I'm like, what is he doing? Like, do something. He's I I don't know. I mean, he, he's just hanging on. Yeah. I think the players like him, but I I don't know. Like tactically I've had my, I'm not, I don't think he's the guy for like a tactical. He's like, he's really pulled a fast one on me. Because I don't want him to get fired for some reason. Like, I feel bad for him. Like, I have no idea why I feel bad for him. Oh, Danish friend. Like, if he gets fired, I'm going to be, like, really upset. I'm going to take the next day off work and <laughs> um, just watch his old highlights. Yeah. But Manchester City, who somehow is behind Manchester United on points, I feel better about them uh, being able to salvage their season than I do Manchester United. Don't ask me why. Yeah, I don't know. I, there just seems to be less, like – Shit circulating around them. Yeah, they got to get rid of Pogba. If they can get, I know it's not going to happen, but they if they could swap Pogba for Dybala, that would be unreal. You would think so. I, I mean, you look at Manchester United right now, and their number nine spot. You know, Cavani has been good, but he's been good off the bench. It's not yeah. like he has like. I don't think he started too many games where he's been great. Yeah, I don't know what happened. to Martial has been awful. Did he get in? He got in Sunday, right? He like did late. get in. Yeah, he's been bad. Um, Greenwood's been okay. He's been pretty bad since the beginning of the year. Yeah. Um, Rashford's been fine. Bruno's uh, been great. 
Bruno's been good. Uh, Tomine, he's been the best player. I guess the only like question I worry about Dybala is he's not a true number nine. So what happens? Yeah, him and Bruno kind of. Yeah, are they going to be occupying the same space? Another messy Dybala. Um, yeah, and then that doesn't conundrum. Solve, that doesn't solve the Vanderbeek problem either. No, I mean Vanderbeek is seems like that was just a wasted buy. What a strange. I'm not saying he's not good, but like what a strange signing. Because there's nowhere really to put him. We questioned it when they first did it. Yeah, it's like, where are you going to put him? You're going to take Pogba or Bruno out? You're not. Right. So then right. it's like, what? why is he on the team? Yeah. Well, I mean, who knows? Maybe it turns into a good signing if, Pogba if they leaves. move on from Pogba. Yeah. So who knows? We'll see what happens there. But yeah, for some reason, Manchester City is sitting behind Man United. I still feel better about Manchester City salvaging a season and getting, with, getting in the top four. Um, I still have a feeling they're going to finish in the top two. Uh, so you fuck that top three. I, so, top three. so you got Liverpool, Chelsea, then Man City. So I have Tot. I think oh, Tottenham, Tottenham, Tottenham. I, I said Tottenham's going to win. I have Tottenham, Liverpool, then Man City, and then uh, Chelsea four. I think I was uh, moving yeah. on to my biggest shock, Stevie. That was Tottenham tying because I'm not. I mean, I'm not saying that's an easy game, but they should not have. They played well, and they. I yeah. I, I was just shocked that they gave up a goal late because they don't. They have not been doing that. That's like what they want. Yeah. I thought that I kept thinking they were going to add a second, add a second, add a second. And then schlup scored kind of a freak goal. Yeah. And it was coming. It was deserved. It, no, from it was Crystal deserved, Palace yeah. too. Yeah. I think the, the weird thing about that, it's not that like Tottenham set, they scored, they got their goal and then they sat back, which is what everyone expects. I mean, right. that's what they kind of do. Even when it's nil, nil, like to start out the game, they're not like the most attacking team. They're going to sit back, absorb pressure, be organized defensively and then counter through Son and Kane. But even in the second half, when Crystal Palace was dominating possession, was creating chances on goal, um, even when Tottenham won the ball, they weren't able to break out on the counter. No, they didn't really create any chances in yeah. the second half. There was nothing they there. One or two. Yeah, so. Dyer's free kick, but that's after it was already tied. Which was a great save, by the way. Great save. Um, from that keeper. And Kane uh, had that header. That was another good save. Yeah. Close range. Yeah, so disappointing again kind of disappointing all around from the top six teams again, except for lesser city. So Tottenham, uh big disappointment there. Uh, but at least I was, I mean, yeah, on the road at crystal palace. Yeah. Crystal I mean, palace. We've been there. It's a, which the had fans, the environment. Yeah. They had fans. Yeah, yeah. Selhurst park, uh, incredible stadium to go to. If you haven't, uh, gotten over there, yeah, highly the, recommend that one. The 10 roof. And you know, it's going to be raining. So yeah. It brings you back to Daisy. You're reading a Jack Frost novel with a cup of black coffee. Yeah. Um, you know what's that? Uh, the Biggest Loser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you're you're going to need to get on that diet program before you go over there because those seats are made. <laughs> it's unreal. I mean, it's like the whole stadium. I think was made in like the 1920s. Yeah, or something it's like, like when that. Charlie Chaplin was the best actor yes. in the world. That's so the, the people that it was made for. Yeah, so the seats are made for those people, so you can hardly fit in them. So uh, I mean, we've gained like we're so much taller now than we were then. Are we going to keep going? Like everyone's going to be six seven. I believe that's how evolution works. <laughs> so, so in like 500 years, everyone's gonna be like George Murison size, and we're gonna be these giants. <laughs> and how how long did you say? Like 500 years. 500 years. It's gonna be a bunch of George Murisons. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I met him. My God, his hands, his hands. I gave him a sharpie. I couldn't even see the sharpie. I was like George, and your poor wife. Oh, <laughs> and you. My name is George. <laughs> Yeah, it was a strange interaction, Stevie. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. So you said Tottenham was your surprise. Um, yeah. 
my surprise team of the weekend. Uh, what about Graham Potter? I mean, I thought they were going to yes. fight. I thought that was a chance to get a point for them at least. Yeah, Brighton again losing. Um, they're in trouble. Yeah, Brighton is in trouble. Although, I mean, there are three terrible teams below them. I, I have to believe Brighton's going to finish above Burnley. That was a big win for Burnley, though. I mean, Arsenal, my God. I mean, maybe I want to say Arsenal is my surprise, but it shouldn't be a shocked. surprise. So do you think – I'll let you get your surprise, obviously. But do you think Arteta – I mean, do you get rid of him? Or do you let him go through the, the transfer window? So we talked after the um, Tottenham match. We're always talking, you and yeah, I. Yeah. Um, that I thought that it was clear, like, during that match that he had – there's stuff that he could control. We talked about the spacing, the defensive lines that a coach can like directly influence. You can coach that. It's not like, you know, Messi's going to do things on the ball or something like that that can't be coached and right. players have to make their own decisions and stuff like that. You can't just let other teams play between the lines. Yes, but there's that like defensive shape, that defensive formation is something that like every coach like you can control that with 9-year-olds. Yeah. Um so he should be able to control that, and he didn't do a very good job, or his team did not do a very good job of that against Tottenham. And so I thought that that was a uh, like a telltale sign that he has like probably lost them a little bit. Yeah, I mean they're turning into the bad news bears. Didn't Aubameyang score an own goal? Well, and then on top of that, we saw Pepe with his red card recently, yeah, the yeah, headbutt. Yeah. yeah, and then you add on top of that, Grant Shaka. Another red card this past weekend for choking that fool. I didn't see that. He choked somebody? Yeah, he, gra- well, he grabbed him by the neck. Yeah, so red card for him. So the discipline between with the players is clearly not there either. Um, and then it came out either today or yesterday that I guess there have been some leaks to the media out of the Arsenal locker room. And apparently Mikel Arteta threatened everyone in the Arsenal locker room that if he finds out that it's one of the players that leaked it, that he will destroy them. <laughs> Wait, I don't know about you. Like an eighth grade girl yeah. that just got broken up with. Yeah. So I don't know about you, You're but dead, mother. I've never been in a locker room where the coaches threatened to destroy his players. I have. And that's worked. <laughs> I have. On both accounts. <laughs> Wait, you've threatened to destroy players, and then it's worked. No, no, no. I've been threatened to be destroyed, and I was like, okay. <laughs> so you started playing better? Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I mean, maybe harder. Probably not better. I was just like, I don't know. what. I don't even have anything going for me. But How much lower can it get? But especially, all right. Let me let me rephrase that. I've never been to, well, I've never been in a locker room with a bunch of millionaires no, playing. No, 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 you can't, yeah. This isn't a bunch of professional like EPL guys at the top of their game and top of their profession, and the coach threatens to yeah. destroy you. Going to leak footage? I mean, what? Is, what could possibly? What could he possibly have on those people? I, I don't know. So, like on Aubameyang, he's like, "I will destroy you, Pierre." Yes. So, between between the on field performances and now the off field, just chaos. And this started all the way back. Like we we thought everything was. Great for Arsenal. You did. I, I did. mean, I, I said they would be. I thought they'd be pretty bad because they but won not this bad. Yeah, obviously, because they won a couple trophies. Yeah, and they they like beat good teams to win. It's not like they were like yeah yeah just yeah. got 
good draws. They outplayed, uh, it was Liverpool, right, in the semis? And then then Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they beat, like, good teams to win those trophies. Um, And on top of that, I mean, his defensive record, he turned them in from, like, a bad team defensively under Unai Emery to allow, to essentially allowing one less goal per game than Unai Emery. Right. Uh, and they picked up Sarsen. Gabriel. So it was uh picking up Ga- uh, yeah, Gabriel. They shouldn't have got rid of the cop. And before Martinez, he was also great Martinez. for uh, West Ham on Saturday. Yeah. Uh he's with He's with Aston Villa. Aston Villa, that's yeah. what I meant. Sorry. Yeah. I get those teams. Yeah. They're the same team besides Grealish and his Cavs. Uh, um but then, you know, you and I were talking before the season started when we were kind of doing our predictions and rundown of all the teams. That front three for Arsenal, we were saying, can compete with like anyone's yeah, top three. We were saying that. Between and now that's Aubameyang, Lacazette, Pepe, add William to the mix of that. Right. Uh, Saka coming off the bench, possibly adding depth to that front three. And now they can't fucking buy a goal yeah, now that except claim, against Aubameyang scoring against his own team. Now that seems like the biggest joke because Lacazette's Brutal. been terrible. Aubameyang's been awful. And then the other three have done nothing. Yeah. Um, Shocking. Ozil, didn't you say Ozil was like tweeting like need help? I mean, it's a, it's a yes. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So we again we go all, go all the way back to to last year. Even though they won those championships, there was still stuff internally going on that wasn't good, and and the like couple performances uh, seemed to just kind of gloss over those internal uh, that internal those grievances with Ganduzi essentially being banished. Um, who got and, a goal this week? Yes, who got a goal in the Bundesliga, and then it's you know it was kind of like a saga where he like they had to like talk Ganduzi into like trying to come bring him back, and like he was kind of like fuck it, and yeah, and, it's and like, like there was just a weird relationship there, and then and then Ozil, who's been one of the top players in the Premier League since he's come over, he's mercurial. Um, yeah, like some games he's not great, but he creates chances, and it's like. The, the, like Arsene Wenger seems like he's going crazy. He's trying to stay involved. And then Emery came out this week and was talking about how Ozil wasn't committed. And it's like, why are you, everyone just co- shitting on Arsenal? Yeah. It's like, why is em- why is he commenting on Arsenal when he's the coach of a team in La right. Liga? It makes no sense. Right. He's um, getting in his punches. Right. And then Thierry Henry. So yeah, it's like Evra, Evra came out, did an interview with Sky, Sky Sports after the Arsenal match and said that, uh, Thierry Henry came over to his house. An Arsenal match was on. Thierry Henry saw that Grant Shaka was captaining the team. He told Everett, turn it off. He doesn't want to watch Ar- an Arsenal team captained by Grant Shaka. I mean, if you if they want to get relegated, you could just hire Henry. I'm the worst manager in the world. Yeah, he, yeah, I'm not a fan I mean, of he should, I, I mean, he's obviously a legend, but he shouldn't be making comments on anything when he's getting... I mean, he yeah. was terrible at Marseille or wherever he was in French. Yeah, yeah. France. Uh, yeah, he wasn't good, and, and he's been... Was he good in the MLS this year? He's been, me- like, mediocre. But they don't have, like, they haven't paid, you know, the Montreal roster. It's hard to hold that completely against Henri. They don't have a huge uh, payroll. But, yeah, so... And I, I was going to say, Bones, so I was talking, I was going to circle back and give my, like, another winner, add another winner, consolation winner. Yeah, there you go. Mesut Ozil. Yeah. Every fucking game that Arsenal loses, he looks or in good. every embarrassment, he just looks better and better. And he's getting paid. Yeah, and he just sits on the sideline, and he's making, like, 350,000 uh, uh, pounds a week. What a feeling. And he's just trolling Arsenal. If I was that rich, I'd carry around one of those little coin sacks. <laughs> what? what? With, like, gold in it. <laughs> and I would like drop it when I paid for stuff, and I'd be like, "I'm not even working." <laughs> I, 
I mean, so incredible for, for Mesut Ozil. I mean, is he like Ars- going on vacation or stuff, or does he still have to train? He still has to train. He's right? training. They, there's yeah. pictures of him surfacing, and he's out there training. But he's just fucking trolling Arsenal <laughs> yeah. every chance he gets. It's incredible. And he just looks better and better. I yeah. mean, so uh, that's it, Ben. So our biggest winners, um, our biggest should- losers. And then you want to talk about kind of the big match yes. this week. Well, first, tomorrow, Chelsea Wolves at, at 1. Well, today. Oh, yes, right. Yeah. I forgot we were in the future. Yeah. So today, Chelsea Wolves. There's robots a, here. That's a big match. So Chelsea sitting in 5th. Uh, Wolves had disappointing outing this past weekend, but they're in 13th. Yeah. They right are, where Bones thought they would be. That's right. I mean, they should, I will say they should have won. And then, yeah, yeah, the big match like you were going to get to, Liverpool, Tottenham, the two Titans yes. at the top. So, Bones, let's get a quick prediction time. Liverpool, Tottenham, both of them coming off a disappointing draws this past weekend. What are you, What's your prediction? School, I want to score. Um, I already know your thoughts on Harry Kane. I, th- I think he's the best player in the world. <laughs> you can't be making fun of people with lists. Um, I told we had an argument on text, which is a great use of anyone's time. About I thought Harry Kane's the best player in the world. Um, so I think I think Tottenham wins two to one. Uh, I think that Liverpool. They'll just again. I mean, we just sound like a broken record, but they're going to invite the pressure, and then Liverpool. Their defense does not look great, um, and I, I think they're, they'll get one early, and then they'll sit back, and then they'll get another one, and Liverpool maybe makes it two one at the end. But I think they're going to get it done, and that would be a massive win. Yeah, I, I mean, we do. We look at. Um, uh, you mentioned Liverpool's defense does not look great, and they don't. You know, Tottenham has has scored twenty four goals. They've only allowed ten. Yeah, but uh, Liverpool has scored twenty seven, but has allowed eighteen. Yeah. So, like I'm like we talked about last week. The the problem is with this like the winter stuff coming up where they play twice a week. You can't start Kane and Son every game, can you? I mean, one of them is going to get hurt or. Yeah, you would think at some point um, and they don't have anything else. They're gonna have to fail. I mean, what is why is he even on the team? He's on the team for Europa at this point. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, Everyone was so excited. Yeah, he's just there to to get a foursome. Yeah, yeah they yeah. just need uh, Mourinho. Just needed a foursome. Yeah, he before. needed someone to golf with, and yeah. Bale's like, I'll, "I'll be over there." I mean, yeah. I don't know. What do you think? You think Liverpool gets it done? I honestly, I kind of do think. Again, I still think Tottenham's going to win the league. I kind of think Liverpool gets it done here. I think for a team like Tottenham, um, sitting back and countering is fine. But I just think that Liverpool has too much talent between Mane, Salah, and even Firmino, even though he's not going to score. But <laughs> to shocking sit, to say about the number yeah, nine. To sit back and absorb that much pressure for that long. I don't know if Tottenham's going to be able to do that. They're good after a loss, too. I mean, after a poor performance, Liverpool is. Yeah, Klopp yeah. will just be going psycho, and there's like, tell this guy to shut up. Yeah, but both teams, I mean, they, they're both coming in. You know, Tottenham's coming in, having tied this past weekend, but two wins before that, one draw, another win. Yeah, so this is a second straight draw for Liverpool this past weekend. Um, so maybe Tottenham is coming in. And a little bit better momentum, but yeah. So I, I do I, my prediction. I'd say two one Liverpool is my prediction. All right, and then and this is uh, it's just a huge stretch. 
from now till the new year. There's so many games. This is where this is where a lot of seasons go to die, little Stevie. Like this is where you separate the wheat from the chaff, as they say. The what? <laughs> what? Say that again. I don't know what the saying is. <laughs> The wheat from the strong or something? Like, no, like the, the wheat from the, from the chafe or something. It's like when you're, you know, you're doing your wheat. What the fuck are you <laughs> talking about? Oh, my God. Um, so it changed the world, man. Wheat. Yeah. That's when people started building societies because they had food, and that's when everyone became lazy and eventually turned into what we are today, which is basically pieces of shit. Hey, that gives us great shows like The Biggest Loser. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, yeah. So, all because of wheat. All because of wheat <laughs> and chafes. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So, so the, the wheat will be Liverpool and all those teams, and the chafe. I feel it's going to be like Everton and Leicester. Yeah, I just don't think Everton's going to hold on. West Ham sitting in six. I don't think that they're going to do it. Yeah, West Ham. Um, I don't know. Southampton is fucking cruising somehow. But yeah, I mean, I don't. Uh. So, anyways, so massive week coming up. Uh, games starting later today, going through, and it's a huge slate of games. Uh, tomorrow Wednesday. Yep. So, uh. And some big ones, again, two teams at the top of the table. So make sure you're tuning in. Tons of content going on. You can follow us on Instagram, uh, like the Facebook page, follow us on Twitter as well. Um, we're at, on Instagram, we're at, at BTL Soccer Podcast. At Bones of BTL Soccer. We're up to 300 followers, basically Barstool, and then two people left us. Oh, it's at Bones. Yeah. At, no, it's at, it's at BTL Soccer. At BTL Soccer. Yep. Yeah, that's right. For our Instagram page. So make sure you're following that. We're putting up videos all the time. Uh, BTL bets, make sure you're following them yeah. as well. Um, for throwing some money down on these games. Uh, I think they're a little bit above 500. Yeah. They, That's they, good. they said they're going to start keeping their record. Yeah. So, um, look forward to a lot of content coming up and make sure you are, uh, following along with us and we will see you guys later in the week, I guess.